Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's my favorite holiday because it has two things I love, food and, of course, football. We're going to talk about our plans this year and get into a little college football talk as well about Clemson coach Dabo Sweeney and his comments about not playing their game at Florida State. And are they breaking up the race? Charlie Morton is off to Atlanta. Could Blake Snell be next? See if they hang on to their Cy Young award-winning left-hander. We'll discuss all that and more with Tom Jones, my former radio partner and longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times, now with the Pointer Institute on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick, Hey, um, I know it's Thanksgiving, but guess what? You're going to get tired of leftovers soon, and you know what you're going to need? A party platter because you have people over. Well, who has the best party platters for your catering in Tampa Bay? Don't forget, it's Mr. Empanada. What's an empanada? Well, it's very simple. You take your favorite foods, like maybe turkey, uh, and place it inside a pocket of homemade dough that is cooked perfectly until it's golden brown and piping hot. Your empanadas are a fresh twist on some old favorites. Now, you can order delicious menu items Made from scratch that includes soups, salads, and Cuban sandwiches. Online at MrEmpanada.com or call any one of their seven convenient locations in Tampa Bay. Where Latin food quality and service meet, it's Mr. Empanada. All right, Tom Jones joins us now. And, uh, Tommy, it's been a few days uh, since the the weekend of college football. We're almost uh, heading into the next weekend. But let's go back to Saturday. And the guy who had the worst weekend, in my opinion, Coaches the Clemson Tigers, and I've always liked them until now. <laughs> and it's Dabo Sweeney. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with the story, and I found this out like everybody else did, sort of on the radio or, or uh, internet or whatever, but um, the Clemson Tigers were supposed to play at Florida State. They flew down here. Uh, apparently they had a player that tested positive on Friday. Uh, he was on the airplane. They didn't get the, the result until they were, I guess, in Tallahassee. And for safety reasons or precautions, somebody, not necessarily their head coach or or players, decided it wasn't in the best interest of anybody, especially Florida State players, to play Clemson um, because of the potential spread and whatnot. And Dabo Sweeney kind of went off, off the rails, off the reservation a little bit. He he was just like completely like, hey, um, they just don't want to play us. I mean, that's what I got out of it was like yeah. – you know, hey, there's no reason we did everything right. We do always do everything right. And if you're just going to cancel games because somebody had a positive test, then we shouldn't play any games. Well, no. I mean, what would you make of that rant? It just seems so tone deaf in a way. Well, uh, that's exactly the right phrase for it. It was tone deaf. And Dabo's been totally tone deaf about the whole COVID. From the beginning, from right? From the beginning. Exactly. I mean, he's – look – Here's the thing, Rick, and you you mentioned Dabo Sweeney. I had never met Dabo until he played in the Orange Bowl against Oklahoma. I want to say, I, don't, I forget what year it was, 2016, I remember 17. you went down and covered yeah, that game. Went yeah. down to Miami, right. Spent all, and they had the media day. 
Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there was, you know, you know how they bring, so the way they, they work these media days, they bring all the players and all the coaches and they go to a table. Right. And you just go, and you can just basically for an hour move from stay table to table. table. Yeah, stay at the mm-hmm. table, move from table to table. And there was, and so there was actually this other, like, sort of, it was up on a riser type thing where Dabo was there. And it starts off and there's like, know 15 people around Dabo and there was one point where people were leaving and coming and going I found myself alone with Dabo for about you know like seven eight minutes or whatever and he could not have been a nicer guy couldn't have been more charming couldn't have been more down to earth and I walked away like wow I never liked Dabo but now I do like he seems like a good dude you know now I'm back to like I don't like him anymore and it was because (laughs) of it look he made he made a remark the other day too Rick I don't know if you saw this or he's He's like, I'm not apologizing for anything, basically. He said, I've been coaching here for 12 years, and all I know is they've, they've had three coaches in four years. Now, now now you're slamming Florida State, which, by the way, before you came along, too, I mean, they had, you know, they, they played a couple of football games before you got, you know, and they did it. You ever heard well. a guy named Bobby Bowden? Exactly. Who, by the way, never would have pulled this sort of crap and and disparaged people the way. Dabo is just and he and I know I don't know if he's going after the administration. I think he even said at one point, I'm not blaming Mike Norvell or, or the players or whatever, but it just comes off. Rick is totally tone deaf, like you said. Here's the thing: like your guy tested positive, and now you're mad because the other team doesn't want to play you, right? And it's just, I mean, he's look, he's a college football coach. These guys, you know, these you've dealt with them, Rick. You no, they're wired a certain way. They I get are. it, but you know, for him, I mean, he kind of was suggesting that. I mean, while he wasn't specifically pointing at Norvell or his players, because by the way, I'm sure they worked 80 hours for the week to prepare for this game that they didn't get to play. You know, no one wants to do work that they don't see any benefit to. And yeah, they probably would have gotten beat, you know, 50 to 10. But that aside, it's ridiculous to suggest that somebody was ducking you, you know, and then he brought up the finances. Well, we don't play this game in Clemson. If I'm going back there, you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay away. Okay, is it about the money? Is it about, how about this? How about while we're trying to do the impossible and there's been hundreds of college football games canceled in a couple conferences that didn't start until 15 minutes ago, how about a pandemic that's killed over 250,000 people of all ages and races? Maybe, and I'm spitballing, we worry about the student athletes, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, the students (laughs) that, you know, that, that they don't have some kind of, you know, spread. And then around Thanksgiving, maybe they break or, you know, they're around their families or friends and then give them COVID and they die. I mean, this is a pandemic and nothing is normal about 2020. But the one thing we should all agree on, I would think, is that you want to be as safe as possible, right? Absolutely. I mean, and why the- is this a hard concept to, to, to wrap your mind? When your job is to be in charge of a bunch of young men who you who you tell their mamas when you're in the living room, I'm going to take care of him like he's my son. Right. Exactly. And here's the thing, Rick, with even if you believe deep down, if you're Dabo and you're like, look, they were ducking us. I know they didn't want to play us because we were going to run the score up. Nobody on wants to and play. Embarrass them. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's say you are a hundred percent right about that. You right. can't say it. This is not the time. This is not the line in the sand that you want to draw. It's not the WWF. This WWE is not the topic that you want to, you want to play Don't to have die game, on that gamesmanship. Hill. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Down that hill. Somebody's going to die on a hill. For real. Die of COVID. And right. And look, at, and we remember there was a, there was a 
controversy a couple years ago where LSU and Florida got into a it was a during a hurricane and then that particular day it was a beautiful day in Gainesville and okay you you want to talk trash on that I'm fine with that but when we're talking about like you said a pandemic that has killed 250,000 people and counting and it's apparently on the rise everywhere and right now it's it's as as bad as it's ever been spread as it's yeah, every state. I mean, some of them have ICU beds that are full. I mean, completely so full. So you got to bite your tongue. Even if you believe they're ducking us, I think in this situation, you got to say, you know what? I'm just going to let this. I'm going to let this. It does you no good either. It's like, that's the other thing. It's like, I don't even figure out his angle on this. It's not like it's going to cost him a shot at the national championship. You no, know, I mean, but I don't think I mean, anybody's going to look at this and say, "Oh, you didn't play, you didn't play Florida State, you didn't beat them." Nobody, nobody's going to give you credit for beating Florida State anyway. No, Florida State's no good, right? It's not like, but a, you know a, how these team. guys think is like oh, we we know. can't take too much time off, right? We 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 need Lawrence was going to play again. Um, you know he he missed a game with COVID and right. whatnot. Um, so there's there's all kinds of reasons why they just want the rhythm of the season, but there's nothing normal about this season, I right? Just, and he just—I I mean, Dabo comes off looking like a clown. And he does. The the other thing I saw, Greg Doyle. You know, Greg Doyle used to—you sure. knew him years ago. Worked at the Tampa Tribune. Yeah. Uh, but now he's he's the columnist in Indianapolis. Really good columnist. Mm-hmm. And he had a tweet the other day that I agreed with one hundred percent. He said Dabo Sweeney is clearly one of the two best college football coaches in the country, and he's the absolute last coach I'd want my son to play for. Wow. And I agree with him. I, I think that mm. he just came off as just really uh, you know, selfish and tone deaf and um, just insensitive about the about, – and it's not only the message you're sending. You want to get in a, into a pissing match with Florida State over football, that's one thing. But you're also – you're representing more than that when you – I mean, you're as, – as much as I hate to, to say it, I mean, college football – we look up to college football coaches, the society. I mean, these guys have influence over people. And for you to dismiss that one of your kids had COVID and, you know, the other team didn't want to, you know, I just thought it was a bad look all around. Well, and, and like you said, I'm almost from the beginning, you know, he was a little dismissive of, of the virus and, and who caught it. And he had a lot of players that had it, obviously, early, um, you know, in, in the off season or whatnot. I'm not blaming him for that, but. I don't know. It, it it just it it did not. It's not one of those things that's going to wear well. Uh, in the meantime, though, the um, first college football poll did come out. No surprise, Alabama is number one, followed by a little bit of a surprise, Notre Dame, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then Dabo's Clemson Tigers, uh, and then Ohio State, which to me looks even better than that. After that, um, it's interesting, Texas A and M, and then Florida, who lost to Texas A and M. So you can see. That that's reflected in the, in the polls as well. Any any surprise there at all? I mean, we know that, for example, Clemson and Notre Dame um, are are likely to meet again. I would imagine. Can we just, if this were a, like a on my DVR, I would just. Can we just fast forward to the four teams already? Yeah, you want to know who they are? Yeah, that's that's it. Those are the four teams. They're going to play for the national championship. Let's just mm-hmm. do it now. <laughs> let's let's play this weekend. Uh, I can't. I don't know that there's going to be one of those other teams is going to creep up in there. I don't right. know that one of those top four teams are going to lose. I guess Notre Dame's got uh, North Carolina's coming up, Ohio State. I mean, they still play Michigan. It's still a rivalry game, I although I can't imagine that Michigan will give Ohio State trouble. Um, 
Yeah, I, I just I don't know that there's, you know, Clemson. I don't see Clemson losing to anybody. Alabama. I guess Alabama could lose to somebody. Florida. Florida, maybe. Um, Auburn. I guess they play. Auburn and that's the thing. Even if Florida were to beat Alabama, I still think there's a chance, depending on how the game goes. Alabama is one of the four anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the and isn't it funny if I'd have asked you be, before the season? Okay, give me even before we knew the craziness that COVID would play with everything. Okay, give me your four teams. We would definitely saw well Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Those are given automatic. And then and then we and then the other one would we don't know who to we might have guessed Notre Dame. You might have guessed uh, well maybe a Pac twelve team. But we, if we didn't yeah, know it was right. a normal call, maybe Oregon, maybe you know. Um, Oklahoma, if you were right, oh, yeah, that's a pack, in the yeah, middle of, a, of that Big Twelve. Yeah, it would have been somebody like that, um, but you know, very often it's two, two um, SEC teams. I don't think Florida, by the way, if they if they lose, they can't make it to the final four. I mean, they can't. A two loss team, even from the SEC, is going to make it back. Um, they have now, to. I'm going to go against something, Rick. That I, because you know my stance on this. I barely watch college football this year. You told me that, and yeah. I'm, I'm I have a little bit of an issue. I feel guilty for what when I do watch it. I'm like, should they be doing this? Mm. So now I'm going to go completely the other way, just for the sake of the conversation. Could this have been the year? And it probably would have been irresponsible health wise. But if you were ever thinking about let's have like a 12 team playoff, maybe this is the year that to try it to try it because it's so out of whack. I mean, you're looking at. The school you follow, for example, Wisconsin, they're not even going to be they're not even going to be allowed to play for the Big Ten. Not now. Title, right? Because they they have another game canceled this week. Yeah, against so, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a situation where you know, I mean, there's going to be some schools out there, really interesting schools, Cincinnati, BYU. You know, these are teams mm-hmm. that, um, you know, maybe I, I don't know, maybe it would have been cool to see them have an extra team. Now, like I said, I'm. I know that goes in direct conflict with what I said earlier, but we should be playing any games. Now here I want to add like three rounds of playoff games, but, um, but maybe that, that would have been the year to like, okay, let's, let's expand it. And it could have been a way to check, test it out, take it for a test drive, you know, see, cause I mean, sure. look at the other teams are doing it. The end the major league baseball added teams, NFL's adding teams to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, hockey sort of had a sort of hybrid where they, you know, had to, you know, that little mini tournament before the regular tournament. Um, I don't know. Would have been – might have been interesting to add. The problem games. is is that I think the more games you schedule, the more likely they're going to be canceled. So That's true. you'd have to keep the window tight. You'll be lucky to get these four teams in a bubble or whatever you're going to do just so they're eligible to play. Because, I mean, every week there's cases and more cases, and particularly in college football, you know, where you're not yeah. able to test. And, um, you know, you can test, but you're not able to kind of keep – keep students away from students or students away from family or whatever. Um, it's going to be hard to finish. And I think that's all the NCAA is looking is let's just, let's just crown a champion. Right. And accept that it's, it's a different type of year. And, and I think that's what they're going to do. So um, I don't know, maybe this is, maybe this is a year Florida, you know, knocks off Alabama. I don't think so. I, I think college football has become way too predictable, um, way too top heavy with the Alabama Clemson's Ohio State's, uh, Notre Dame, you know, is uh, bouncing in there this year. We'll see if they can hang on. But um, but there's, there's, a, there's a sameness to it, you know, like Cincinnati, even though they could go undefeated, probably won't get a look, um, things like that. So I, I'm all for expanding teams just because I think 
it would be it, it would be more like the NCAA basketball tournament. But this is not the year to do it, simply because yeah, I they, mean, they the, can't the they can't risks, yeah the health yeah, part of it. They can't they can't even guarantee. Look, I think the NFL is going to end up with a bubble in the playoffs. Really? And if not, if not a big bubble in terms of like the, what baseball did, I think they'll at least take all those playoff teams and say, okay, until you're eliminated, you're all staying in a hotel in Tampa. You mm. can't go home to your families. Like every week, they they heighten the, uh, you know, the protocols to the point where, you know, we were allowed up until starting next Monday, we were allowed to, um, we were tested every day and, um. A, a small group of us anyway, and we were allowed to go inside the indoor facility when they practice inside, which is usually a time or two a week, um, even in, even with the good weather. And that is now gone starting Monday. Uh, we're not gonna be allowed to do that. So, you know, things are, things are changing all the time. So I, I don't know. Um, I just hope, you know, they, they avoid the, the catastrophic type illness or injury or, whatever may may result from this but I, I think college football is just looking to get Dabo and you know uh all his friends together for uh for a national championship tournament and you know and uh let Dr. Pepper do their thing and crown a champion so <laughs> um we had a little bit of baseball news too and this is uh this is always exciting uh the Rays are losing players again yeah it's shocker um Man yeah. Bites dog. yeah Charlie freaking Morton or as you said before, we may be freaking Charlie Morton. No, it's freaking point. Charlie Morton. Yeah. And what about this guy? This guy, let me tell you, he won. Oh, I want to play close to home. My family's right down the road here in Sin, where Braden and Sarasota, whatever. Yeah. Well, when it got right down to it, and I don't know what the buck or the bucks. I don't know what the Rays offer was. I guarantee you, it was south of what he got from the Atlanta Braves, though. Which is That's, probably yeah. I mean, you can imagine that call with the agent, like yeah. You know, hey, hey, Charlie, got an offer? No, I want to stay in Tampa Bay. They're offering fifteen million. Atlanta, let's go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm it's gone. only an hour by plane. <laughs> exactly. This is the thing. Like, you know, for all the family talk, it's it's always comes down to, um, and, and I know how my wife would, it, 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 it shouldn't be this way, but it's like they get along fine without me during the football season because I'm, even though I'm here, I'm busy all the time. I'm doing this or I'm doing TV or I'm, you know, um, whatever. But, you know, they just know it's, you know, dad's busy. It's football season, right? Right. So we're all kind of like widows to our jobs a little bit, our families. Yeah, this idea of like when people sign with another organization, like, well, he, you know, he he grew up in Fort Myers, so he'll sign with Tampa Bay. Like, yeah. And I'm I'm just picking like Fort Myers as a place, but yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, he's playing baseball every night. It's not like he's hanging out in Fort Myers. (laughs) They have no off days. I go see my buddies after the game, right down at the pizza place where we used to hang out. It doesn't happen like that. No, you're busy every night. You know, right? That's like it's almost like in in a weird sort of way. And you you've probably had this too, Rick. Is is you hear from your relatives up north? Like, oh, you guys must go to the beach all the time. Like, I've been to the beach like in ten months. It's there. Yeah, (laughs) I'm busy. I have a life. I work every day. You know? Right, exactly. I get up and go. What do you think I do? I just hang out at the beach all the time yeah, because it's a, Florida. Yeah, it's not a vacation just because we live in Florida. Right. So. No, I think you're right, and and that's the thing. Like my wife would say, <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, but honey, I I'd have to go to Atlanta and and uh, what for the football season? Yeah, how much? Fifteen million. You're gone. Yeah, you're you're you get on that plane. You better get <laughs> on that plane. But what about the girls? They'll be fine. They'll be here when you come back. Right. And the thing about baseball is, as you know, I mean. Even when you're home, half the time you're on the road, right? right? If you play 162 games, 
you're not home for 162 games. No, you're on the road for 81 of them, and then yeah, you're, you're gone you for know. like 10 days, two weeks at a time. I mean, right. it's not even an option. So, yeah, so they lose Charlie Morton, which, look, I, I think Charlie brought more than just being their number three starter. I think he was one of those glue guys and, and probably helped their young pitchers and everybody else immensely. And you won't know what you lost until he's gone. Um, but now they're talking about moving Blake Snell. Yeah, how much? I don't know how much. I know there were some reports out there, and there were some, I think it was one of the guys who reported it's a pretty trusty source, but I'm not sure I buy into that just yet. Uh, I think I, I think eventually they're going to move him just because he'll get to a point where he's going to make a ton of money. Uh, I think people are trying to connect dots and say, well, he wants out of here because of the whole what happened in game six of the World Series. He's not happy here and blah, blah, blah. I'm not not sure I'd buy into that 100%. Um, but if they were to move him, Rick, gee whiz. I mean, I mean, we doubt them every year. This happens every year. I remember I looked back at an old column I wrote a couple of years ago where people, and I remember getting letters from readers, and that's the year they moved on from Longoria and Steven Souza Jr. And, and you said, good, good riddance. It's yeah, time. and Jake, Jake Odorizzi, like all these people, and it was like, wait a minute, they lost like, you know, a 90 game, close to 90 games with those guys. Like, right, right, and and so what? 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 Are, what are they exactly giving up? It's not like they're breaking up the big red machine here. You know, it was a team that had lost like ninety games, and but this uh, and team it, went and they went came out and game. they won. And they came out and they actually they won, won, got into the playoffs. Right. But here's the thing, Rick. With with this team, like every time you look at, oh, they're losing Charlie Morton, they're losing Blake Snell, and we doubt them, and somehow they figure it out. Yeah, I they don't do. Know. So maybe, maybe I don't would think it would be think, a mistake. I would. I hope they don't get rid of Blake Snell, though. Don't you think, though, that this is just so we don't have to see Kevin Cash take the ball away from Blake Snell again on the mound? Because every time he goes out there, it's no. I'm kidding. Well, that's what you got to say. Yeah, you got to send. Yeah, you got to send somebody else out there. Yeah, send a pitching coach. But it's the here. thing, right? Like that. That mean like, oh, here he comes again. Like really. <laughs> Just I can give up like ten runs and ten runs in the first inning. You give up, you get shelled. You give up ten runs in the first inning, and here comes Cash, and you'll get that eye roll. <sighs> they better yeah. hope, though. I mean, you figure, okay, with Charlie Morton leaving, if they stick around with Blake Snell, you got to hope that Tyler Glass now, and then you got to hope that Brendan McKay is healthy. Yeah, and can you know and can and resemble a somewhat like a number three pitcher at some point. I, but they always come up with these guys, don't they? They do. They do. I mean, I no, get... reason, no reason to doubt him at this point, but yeah. So I, I mean, we'll see how the Rays uh, make out with that. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. One hundred percent online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tom, I don't know how many times uh, we've talked about how we want an NBA team in Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I I love the NBA. I know you love the NBA. I love the NBA, but I never thought it would come here, and certainly not under these circumstances. Um, but the Toronto Raptors, would you say we are the South? We are the South. We we are the South. Yeah. Yeah. We the we the South. We the, we south. the south. We the South. Not yeah. it, it used to be we the North. We the South. I'm gonna yep. be. I'm gonna go to the games. I'm gonna sit next to Drake. Drake's gonna be hanging out. <laughs> Hope so. Yeah. Are they going to have fans at any point, you think? I think I mean, so, a, right? Limited numbers. So uh, there is, is a chance you could is. actually go see the, the Raptors play? Yeah, but here's the thing, and maybe Steve knows a little bit more about this than I do. From what I understand, we're not 100% sure we're going to get these games on TV locally, right? I mean, I think... Well, somebody would have to pick them or up. Or radio. Right? Steve would also know about this. About I think radio. all the details are still being worked out, so I don't... Because I don't the Magic has territorial rates, right? Uh, yeah, I would assume they do. So oh, yeah, there geez. could there could be an issue of that, absolutely. And as the far as fans in the jealous. stands, it's got to be worked out between the NBA, um, the the city of Tampa, Amelie Arena, the Raptors, etc. Well, I would I would hope a couple of things. One, as far as letting fans in, who know? I, I hope though that the games are able to be televised. If I'm the Magic, I get it. I understand you want to be you have the territorial rights. You don't want necessarily another franchise coming in here's the way i'd look at it if i was the magic and maybe i don't, I don't know uh, i'm thinking of this more as a fan than than as a business person which is <laughs> which is why i'm not a business person why, why i'm not a millionaire but if i look You're at not? it if, really no no not quite. Oh, okay if i'm the magic we'll see how this podcast does if i if uh if i'm, I'm the magic okay. i would uh I would. I think I would allow it. I think I would because it's not a permanent thing. Well, we, they're the not. Thing, though. I mean, so Fox Sports Sun and Florida have the magic rights, right? I don't know who's got the Raptors. I assume it's Canadian Broadcasting, which is yeah, available can, mm-hmm. here. So Sportsnet or TSN or something like that. You have to get on. So a there's carrier. all kinds of things that you got to figure out, including look. The Magic don't want their ratings to go down. Nor does right. Fox Sports Florida. Would could Fox Sports Florida possibly air them and and do that? But then you got to work out the financial details and, and and all that stuff too. So, I mean, me I get it. Like I said, I get it. If I'm the Magic, I'm not sure I want it. But I, I'd also look at it like maybe this is a chance to acquire some fans. Not that they need help. Not that a ton of people are going over from Tampa anyway. I don't even know what the numbers are in, in terms of people going over or what their TV ratings are like in the Tampa Bay area. But I would think though, if I can get people interested in the NBA through oh, a local team, a hundred percent. A hundred percent agree with you, but to but me, now here's the, the the question I would have. And like I said, the reason for that is is it's not like this is a permanent thing. Like exactly. it's a one year thing. You well, know? So, so we think until so until think. they're able to steal. But them, I yeah. just I don't know that Tampa's a big enough draw. Wink, wink, I don't know if they're going to draw a bunch of people from Tampa just because they got into the Raptors. Well, maybe we can year. share the Raptors with Toronto going forward. Hey, we're going to share fair. the baseball team, right? Seems fair. They get the Rays in Montreal. We get the Raptors in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. And but I totally I th- agree with you. Yeah, I think the magic it might be it might be a wise idea. Not I don't you know, I don't what know it if does? they need the help though. Tom, all it does well, they do need the help. Of course they want the help. Because all all it does is make people talk and recognize the NBA. You're growing a fan base, whether it's a little kid, um, his parents, you know, 
you go see a couple NBA games, all of a sudden you're hooked. Okay, maybe the Raptors aren't here. And you're like, you know what? I really enjoyed that. I want to go see LeBron in Orlando. I want to go see the Orlando Magic. Like, we do have an NBA team, and I didn't know it was this much fun. Yeah. I don't see how you lose if you're the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I, think you I, want I, him I here. agree. Not permanently, but I think you want him here. Right. You know? So. Be fine with me. I'll get into yeah. it. I, I I think I'll try to I'll try to get into it. If they'll let fans in, sure. Yeah, we now sound. there's no way in hell you can support four major league franchises here in Tampa Bay. I don't no. believe so. That well, you don't, <laughs> we're having trouble with three, right? And the three we have have lost a ton of money, right? Because we've, of the pandemic, and right? Without crowds but even before that, like I mean, there, the attendance other than oh, lightning, yeah. attendance was spotty, you know, right? Of course, now they're all winning and they're world champions. So <laughs> exactly. That's a good thing. Um, it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, I have to know how you're spending yours during this. Typically, you would go to your, I want to say, nieces. Yeah, them? neither nieces or sister-in-laws. Uh, they alternate every other year, so I would typically go there. This year, no. We're uh, shutting it down. Just me and my wife and my son. Um, we're just going to do it at the house. Uh not going anywhere. So I'm guessing you're not actually cooking a turkey. Is Patty cooking a turkey? Patty's, doing yeah, and we're, not, we're only doing the, the turkey breasts. So we bought okay. like two decent-sized turkey breasts. and then. Uh, but we're having all the other stuff, mashed potatoes, stuffing, yeah, corn casserole, homemade, green bean casserole. Homemade something. ordered? Uh, no, I mean, well, you know, Publix, well, stovetop. <laughs> okay, well, I think stovetop stuffing. I think is the way we're going. You don't make the homemade stuff. Uh, no, we have in the past. See, that was always my job in the uh, in the Stroud household when I was a little kid. My mom had this recipe from her mom. It's handed down. It was stuffing, so it's a very intricate recipe. You can imagine. It mostly is bread, and sure. and so my job was to take the many many loaves of bread and break them up, okay, into little pieces because yeah. you know they don't chop themselves. Right. You got to tear those babies. Well. You know, you didn't always put the crust in there. So I ate a lot of bread around Thanksgiving <laughs> when I was making that stuffing, I want you to know, with my little Grammy fingers. And um, yeah, I'm a What big, about you now? What are you doing? Big stuffing. Chris, well, for, for the first time, it's got, you know, the pandemic's got everybody. I mean, you know, I got a mom that's 93. It, it, you know, we don't want to expose her to anything. Sure. I mean, I know, I've been tested, but my kids are in school. It's really difficult. It's going to be hard. But uh, we don't really cook here much. Um, I grill a lot. And I don't think you can grill turkey. At least I haven't seen I that. I know you can smoke it. No, you can't them. grill it, but you can smoke it, and you can also deep fry it, I guess. Deep fry yeah, I don't want to do that. That's how people get fires and stuff. <laughs> um, so we're, we're going to go year out. We're going to try to get some turkey breasts, although I hear that the shelves are just like the last couple of days have just been like, and we're doing this before Thanksgiving, so you yeah. know that we're not talking crazy. But um, but yeah, it's it's turkey breasts. And then we're ordering Ordering out for to some restaurant or I don't know exactly where I don't know if it's Capital I don't I don't know where it is. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it does everything else, you know. Gets does all the sides for you. Have you ever had um, Thanksgiving on the road to, during coverage? I have. Well, I, the Dallas Cowboys played the Bucks one year. It was on it was Thanksgiving cool, Day, right? it was it was actually very cool. Yeah, I was just um, saying like mid two thousands, right? I mean, I think yeah, was- yeah, it was probably two. 05 or I don't know somewhere in there I guess I'm just if I had to guess um the Bucks weren't very good it, it might have been 04 I think Brad Johnson actually Brad Johnson may have played for the Cowboys at that point mm, okay didn't Brad go to the Cowboys for a year might have I want to yeah. say he did and um yeah we went down there and I always thought man 
you know, because you watch this game on TV from the time you're a little kid, right? Yeah. And it was just so cool. Um, and so, yeah, they, they played down there and they got their butts handed to them. And I think Tony Romo was the, uh, was the quarterback or, or Brad Johnson. I can't remember which, but, um, it was interesting. That's right. (laughs) Well, here he goes, Jim, he's going to throw another pass. I'm telling you, this is where he trips. Tony, but, um, but yeah, uh, it, it, it was, it was, it was, you know, they did a nice job. I mean, I really believe you guys in the media, we got Turkey, we got stuffing, we got the whole Did they do it up? Oh, we did it up big now. We got the whole meal. We got, you like sweet potatoes, you like mashed potatoes. You was want... it good? Oh, are you, was it good? Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know what happened. See, I still can't tell you what happened in the game because I was in a food coma. <laughs> um, it was incredible. Like, it was, you know, it was like when Madden would do those Thanksgiving days and he'd have the turducken. You know, you'd take yeah, the yeah, duck yeah. and you'd take the turkey and you put the turkey in the day. You get the turducken, but it was so well done and and laid out so beautifully and pumpkin pie and pecan pie pecan pie, and it was it was it was amazing. Um, I I gave them tons of props. It was it was as if you were like, you know, hey, I watch this game on TV all the time, and now I'm watching it from the stadium. This is the most surreal thing. This is what people do in Dallas every Thanksgiving, right? Um, and it was cool. And 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 like I said. The weird thing was not being home. You know, that's when it really hits you that, like, wait a minute, this is one of the holidays that I never miss. <laughs> right, know? right, right. Like, there's an empty seat at my table back home. <laughs> and so you don't want everybody to, like, kind of get used to that. You're like, how'd it go without me? Oh, it was great. We had a great time. It was fine. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, but, no, it was, really, it was really a lot of fun. So I'm looking and, at it. Was, uh, it looks like it was 2006. Okay, I was one year off. One year off, and they got hammered, and it was yeah, they got beat thirty-eight to ten. Mm, just it missed like. it. Yeah. yeah, I wonder who the quarterback was for the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I have to. I mean, I um, I can probably oh, look it up. five. It wasn't Brad Johnson. He was gone from here because I think his last year was oh four. Something tells me he might have gotten in that game. So the two thousand six. Yeah, looking looking here. Let me the, look at the. It might have been score. a former Buck playing quarterback that day. Although so maybe Tony Romo to here did to Bill Parcells was the head coach against your boy okay. Gruden. Romo versus Gradkowski. Romo versus Gradkowski. Bruce Grabkowski. Touchdowns in that game by uh Was Keyshawn Johnson on that team? Big Mark Allstott. <laughs> oh, okay. Mike Allstott had a touchdown. They actually had a seven nothing lead in that game. Then yeah, Terry Glenn caught a couple of They scored, passes. I want to say the Bucks scored in the first possession. They went right down the field. And that I was sounds like, right. Looks like damn, right. they're going to yeah. be right in this thing. And you know, it was like, that was it. First downs in the game, Dallas 27, Tampa Bay 10. 27 first downs, really? Yeah, 27 first downs. Romo, uh, at least uh, the Cowboys threw for 306 yards. The Bucks threw for 120. 10 of 20 for 120 yards. No <laughs> touchdown. So this, these are Bruce, Bruce Gronkowski's numbers were 10 of 20 for 120 yards. <laughs> two interceptions. No touchdowns. Meanwhile, Romo, 22 of 29 for 306, five touchdowns. <laughs> five? He had five touchdowns. Cinco? Cinco. Wow. Cinco on Turkey Day. I bet he got the – I bet he got the – He probably uh, got the – yeah. He probably got the turducken. Let's see, 05, would that have been Pat's? Pat Summerall was probably long done by then. It's probably Jim Nance. 
I'm yeah, it was probably, it was a yeah, it was uh, he's at the thirty. It might have been a Fox 40, game, so it was probably it might have been it was probably 50, Buck. Joe I guess Buck. it was it was Buck and uh, yeah, Buck and, Buck and Matt. Uh, no, it wouldn't have been. I'm not a bad well, no, NBC was done playing. Sunday Night Football by then or not? So no, it was. I think that would have been. Uh, I think that would have been CBS. Or no, it would have been Fox. Would have been. It would have been Fox. Yes, yeah, so I'm guessing it was Buck and somebody else. So. Yeah, that was fun. It was um, it was different though. But it, it, the coolest thing about playing on Thursday, and that that's how you realize that Thursday night football would be good. Players would love it because you couldn't practice that week because you only had a couple of days, and then um, uh, and then you had this long weekend. You know, you got back. It was Friday, and the players had off until like the next Wednesday. So it was kind of like a mini bye week. So it was like really cool if you could survive it. That was the year that um, the Bucks played three games in eleven days, including Thanksgiving. Oh man. Yeah, they had like a Monday night game and then Sunday and then Thursday. And yeah, not that they were having a good year, but. Uh, right, right. Yeah, it was interesting. So, so yeah, we're just going to do the turkey breast. Um, hope everybody stays safe. Don't eat too much. The Bucks have a conference call with uh, their defensive coordinator, uh, Todd Bowles, at 7.30 in the morning on Thanksgiving Day. I'm no grateful kidding. for really? that. Would I lie to you about that? <laughs> Uh, and then the calls go all through the day. I don't know if we're going to get, uh, if I don't know if we're going to get Tom Brady that day. Cause he's not on the, the list yet. Um, but it's possible. I wonder what his Thanksgiving is going to be like. I think they cater. You think well, Giselle's does he eat, making, does he, uh, does he eat turkey meat? Oh, good point. No, it's going to be probably some, like some sort like, of avocado, soy kind of a slash, vegan, you know. like a vegan thing, like a, like a soy something. Yeah, like a yeah, it's like a <laughs> soy turkey <laughs> with grass. They or like turkey. Yeah, as they call it grass um, with uh, some sort of swamp water or something. Yeah. You know, I'm sure all it'll natural. be delicious. Yeah, all natural. <laughs> Look, he looks great, man. As I was gonna say, I, I'm not making fun. The guy's 43 years old. He looks like he's 25. It's know? unbelievable. I think he's Benjamin Button. I really do. I think at some point they're going to hold him, give him a, like a pacifier. He's going to be a quarterback. <laughs> like it's, it's the weirdest thing. He's getting younger. Everybody else is aging, but Tom's getting younger That's somehow. Right. So That's right. anyway, what can we? Uh, you're off for the uh, for the holidays. You go back to work now before uh, the first of July or what? Or first of uh, July, first, January. I hope at the first of July. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm off this week and then, uh, I return next Monday and then we're back for just a few weeks and then we take, we have a Christmas break, but yeah. things are, I mean, things are proceeding. Things, things are proceeding. Yes. Before you know it, you might have an inauguration to cover or something. I'd mentioned to my editor, uh, not too long ago. I said, this was about two months ago. I said, Hopefully, you know, obviously we'll get to a point where coronavirus is a thing of the past. And our life. That would be said, something. So what if there's no coronavirus and there's no Donald Trump in the White House? What do we write about? He said, I don't know. I guess we'll. <laughs> so now I guess we're going to figure it out. Hopefully yeah, uh, something will come up. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm not sure Trump's going away. He, he's leaving the White House. I'm not sure he's going away. So Are you sure he's leaving the White House? Eh, even money, I guess, at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody keeps saying. I don't it's know. True. We'll see. Um, it's it's been an interesting political season, man. And uh, hopefully, I'll say this: like I put my Christmas stuff up early because I can't get through twenty twenty fast enough. I think a lot of people did this yeah. in my neighborhood, in particular. Is like, wait, we can do Christmas. You know what's after Christmas? New Year's. Let's put it up now and pretend that this is all a bad dream. Um, I will. I will say that that watching the ball drop 
from this beautiful place in time. Look at all the people. I will say that that is going to be one of the most memorable how New they, Year's. But how are they going to do it? Are we going to are they going to show like an old <laughs> right? There's I think that's the what they should do for Thanksgiving morning. I don't need, like this is airing Socially on Thanksgiving morning. Crowd. No, I think they should like air Macy's Day Parade. Like I'd watch one from like nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, but that that you know what that has such an I am legend feel to it. You know where he turns <laughs> on the VCR and your girl Katie Couric is on in the the Today Show. That's, and it's that's a, what a good reference, man. You pull, that was a good pull. There. I'm just saying, like I don't want to do that. You know, I know, but it's better. Hi, than everybody. Just, it's Fourth uh, of July. It's a January. You know, like, but you don't want to look at an empty street either, because that's what's going to be. Otherwise, you don't no think parade. we're going to have the Macy Day's parade? No, Is that I what don't. You're telling I think it's me? canceled, right? I'm pretty Is sure it? it's canceled. Yeah, they're not. You can't have it. Why? They're can't, they don't, don't, You're not going to school in New York City. They're not going to have a Balloons super spreader COVID. parade. Macy's, I didn't say anybody had to go. <laughs> the to Macy's marching. Day super spreader parade. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can't. Can you drag the balloons down? Can you not be six feet apart and those, you know, with with uh, Mickey Mouse and SpongeBob uh, coming Pluto down or whoever the hell they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't do that. I don't think so, man. No, I think somebody. I think they should at least have the balloons out. Do something. That would I mean, be great. I, th- I don't think it's going to. Are happen. you going to tell me that the Santa parade is canceled too? There's no Santa Claus this year. No. no what? He's no, he's not coming this year. He is coming. <laughs> Doctor Fauci. El- uh, elf on the shelf up. By the way, yet. No, the elves don't come until after Thanksgiving. You know that. Oh, okay. What's I didn't wrong know. Wrong with you? I didn't know if the elf on the shelf. Does the elf up probably there. doesn't visit your house? Does he? No, uh, not anymore. Because no. our kids aren't here anymore. But I know they come. Oh, to that house. would be why. Well, my kids are, and they uh, look for uh, the the said elf um, right after Thanksgiving, like the next day, okay. Friday morning. He yeah. generally pops up, and sometimes there's more than one. And now I'm curious with uh, COVID, just how the little guy's going to protect himself. Although maybe he has sent immunity too. Does Where the elf have to stay in quarantine for fourteen days when he gets to your house? He'll be in a mason jar, I believe. Yeah, I <laughs> think that's what you. I think you put him. Yeah, I can't find a little mask though. It's just too small. Keeps falling off over his nose. You know, I tell him to wear the thing the right way. It's really problematic. Damn thing gets into chocolate and all kinds of trouble. I these elves they bother me. But it's necessary to make your kids good, and and they report back to Santa, so that's what's important. So, yeah, happy holidays. I hope everybody has a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, We will be back after that. My thanks, of course, to you, Tom, always for joining us two days now in a row. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I will talk to you uh, probably next week sometime after the Bucks during their bye week after they polish off the Kansas City Chiefs, (laughs) I guess. I don't know what's going to happen this weekend, but... We'll see. But thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. My thanks to Tom Jones. Tomorrow on the big show, we got Matt Baker, our college football writer. We're going to talk a little college football, Florida, Kentucky. Notre Dame is at North Carolina. And, of course, the war on I-4 is tomorrow, UCF at USF. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day.